as coaches, we can get into the scheme and the scheme is, is vital, right? But guess what? Everybody has scheme. You know what I mean? Everybody has scheme. But when, when you have your players where they are locked in and they'll run through a brick wall, and sometimes, man, sometimes that is the winning edge. Welcome back to another episode of The Burn. I am Ben Newman, and you know how we do this every single week. We're going to bring you a coach, an athlete, an entrepreneur, somebody performing at the very highest levels in their life so that we can better understand their burn, that underlying fire inside of them that ignites why and purpose that then causes them to become disciplined in their daily action as they lead others and they choose to attack what it means to be the best in their lives. Today's a special episode for me. You guys are probably wondering, you've never seen this background. I don't have my mic today. (laughs) Let me let let you in on a little secret. Man, I stole Coach Kleiman's office here at Kansas State University. I closed the door. I'm acting like it's my own office. In order to have the opportunity in this world that we're in, to interview my good friend, the assistant head coach and cornerbacks coach here at Kansas State University, my brother, I love this man, Van Malone. So Van, welcome to the burn. Man, Ben, it's an honor, first of all. And yes, Coach Kleiman's office, I never seen it look like this, right? (laughs) I mean, those are new colleges you brought in, right? When when the burn (laughs) comes to town, things change. Uh, but no, Ben, man, I'm I'm so excited to be here. I'm excited to do anything with Ben, right? And uh, I appreciate you for having me on, man. And I'm I'm looking forward to this time together. Well, I, there's so many fun stories that we could tell. I, I really want to get to the depth of your story because when you think about the word consistent, uh, there's some consistency, and we don't always get into a lot of bios and and accolades and things of that nature. But I have to drop some of that for you because of the consistency that you've had in your life based upon what you do. And that's to pour into others to make them better in life. And it's a blessing for me. This is an iron sharpens iron relationship to be able to watch you do this and for me to learn from you. Because I know clearly with you, it's not about wins and losses. It's about making these men better, helping them think differently in life. And so before I, I get into the things that are bio-related, that I, when I, I prove the consistency theory here when it comes to people in their lives, tell us a little bit about your burn. You know, where does the, this passion to serve, this passion to be committed as a husband, to be committed as a father, and to be committed as a coach, what was the burn? Where did you learn that you had a fire inside of you to attack life the way that you do? You know, it, it, uh, you always use the term iron sharp as iron. And man, Ben, I, just like you, you talk about your coaches and I had some great coaches in my life. I had great high school coaches. And, you know, for me, I, I played little league football and, uh, and actually I quit, right? Because I didn't understand what it took to be a part of uh, something bigger than me. I didn't understand that. And, and so when things got tough, I quit. And, and honestly, I can't remember any of those names. I remember Coach Doug, 
but I can't remember any of those names or the people on that team. Uh, and I, I, I can't, no, I'm lying. I do remember one name. I remember Eric Dunn, right? And so what Eric Dunn did when I quit the team and Eric Dunn was on the bus, when the team that I quit, when they went to the Little League Championship, the Super Bowl, Eric Dunn rode by my house on the team bus and he yelled out, you're not going to Chuck E. Cheese's because you quit. So I'll never forget that. And I'll never forget mm. the moment in my life where I decided I would never quit another thing, right? Because Eric Dunn told me I was not going to Chuck E. Cheese's and I'm not going to Chuck E. Cheese's because I quit, right? And so I was about eight. 10 years old, and that changed my life because in nothing since then have I quit. Now, I might have been forcibly removed some from some situations, <laughs> but but I, but I never quit since. And, and I've had some great coaches, like I said, man, who have poured into me. And so the drive that I have to, to change people's lives, you know, reading that John Gordon book that we talked about, The Energy Bus, Right, I'm doing a John Gordon commercial, but it, it this was also a life changer for me because this book showed me that you have to have burn, you have to have a mission, you have to have something in all realms. I have to have a mission as a father. My mission as a father is to is to make memories with my young with my kids, is to is to pour into them to help them to be better than I was. I have to have a mission as a husband. I have to have a mission as a coach. I have to have a mission as an older staff member on our on our staff. I have to have a mission just living in the world today, right? And and really what, what goes in that mission is, man, I'm trying to make the world a better place. And I have a great platform of sports and, and that's just what it is. I'm, when I leave this earth, it's going to be better because of the things that I did, right? The people that I touch, the people that I interact with, I'm going to do everything I can to make their lives better, right? And that's and that's when I wake up every morning, that's what I that's where I'm going. You know what I mean? You know, sometimes it, I do make mistakes. We we all we all do. I've shared with you. I mean, I still have two coaches reading books every day trying to figure it out, but we we try to stay committed to being our best. You, you mentioned something there, which makes me think of the word legacy. And, you know, great performers who have done things over a long period of time. And I know you would humbly tell me you're not a great performer, but as long as you've been doing this, of the level that you're doing it, the impact that you're having, the players that you've helped get into the league, you playing in the league. I mean, you, you are a very, very high performer. You talk about legacy. Coach Kleiman here at Kansas State talks about legacy. You know, my work with Mel Tucker at Michigan State, he talks about legacy. And you always find there's this consistency in great leaders that it's way bigger than them. And I think sometimes people see, oh, I know, man, Van Malone, man, I see him on the sideline. He gets after, man, he's all about winning those games. And yes, I've been with Van. Van loves to win. But Van loves way more the opportunity to pour into other people. And I mentioned earlier consistency. And so you could tell Van is clear on his burn at home, clear on his burn in his marriage, clear on his burn as a coach. But Van, here's what I admire about you. It's the consistency of doing what you love for so long. 
Now you called yourself the old old man, so we didn't say oh, I can call you old man Van for the rest of this for the rest of this interview. And that was but, a mistake. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you you look too darn good to be calling yourself an old man. But here's here's what I would I would share with everybody. Grows up in Houston, Texas. Okay, so you grow up in the state of Texas. You grew up in the state of Texas. Where do you want to play football? You want to play in Austin at the University of Texas, which you went on to do. As a result of your play at the University of Texas, you go on to play all of your years in the NFL for the Detroit Lions. You then decided when you were finished playing the game, you weren't finished with the game. And your coaching career starts in 1999 at Waltrip High School. Everybody wants to sit in the seat that you're in right now. Oh, I want to be an assistant head coach at a Power 5 school, but most people aren't willing to start at Waltrip High School, right? Everybody wants in the world that we live in today, take me here, Van. Don't, don't tell me I have to start here. Just take me here. And so I admire, that's in 1999. It's now 2022. You've had some amazing stops in your coaching career, but now you're here at Kansas State University. This is darn near 30 years, and we're not even talking about the peewee hit you mentioned earlier. I'm talking about 30 years from college until now committed to this game. Like, Van, talk to us about consistency, because a lot of people, they'll say, oh, I know my burn, I know what I'm doing. But they haven't been attacking for 30 years the thing that they say they love. Well, see, Ben, you, you man... When you talk about that 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 high school operation, right? Everybody going again. Everybody wants to be sitting in this seat. Every that office you're in, everybody, all, all assistant coaches, they want to be sitting in that office you're in right now. But there's a lot of work that goes into sitting in that office, right? There's a there's a there's a a process. We talk about the process, right? There's a process. And so I've been committed to my process, but I started, I started with, like you talk about, I started with the burn and what was most important and what has always been most important to me, it didn't matter what level is having an opportunity to pour into young people. And so when I start out in the coaching, I, I actually, thought that I could make a greater impact in high school than I could in college. Because mm. I thought to myself, you know, when a guy, by the time he gets to college, he's, he's, you can't help that guy, is what I thought. And so I went to high school and man, I, I, I guess what? One of my high school players, he is now a college head coach, right? Tremaine Jackson, he's head coach at Valdosta State. And so wow. Tremaine, what Tremaine would do, he, he, would, he would come to my house. He'd just hang around. I couldn't get rid of Tremaine, right? He was a gym <laughs> rat, and, and Tremaine was always around wanting to learn and, and wanting to figure out how could he one day do what I did, right? And, and so I thought high school was it. That was, man, this is I, because I saw the impact I was making on guys like Tremaine. But then what would happen once Tremaine went to college, he would come back and he would bring friends. And I thought to myself, well, man, I'm impacting these guys, college student athletes, just like I did in high school. So maybe, maybe I need to 
venture off and see that if I see if I can make an even greater impact. And so I started just really incredibly blessed. I started getting offers to coach in college. When I was ready for that moment, I started getting offers to coach in college, man. And I cannot tell you how blessed I was to have the opportunity to go and work and coach at North Dakota State University. And so that was my first job. And uh, it was a it was an amazing experience. And yes, I've had some incredible stops along the way. But where I started it, that program, that program with tremendous success over the years and still uh, having success, man, that was that was a tremendous blessing for me. Great people, great tradition. Uh, and that was a that was a great starting point for my college career. But it all it all came down to um man, just wanting to serve people. And I want to be a head coach one day. And the reason I want to be a head coach is because I believe that that the head coach, he gets an opportunity to, to pour into a full staff. He gets an opportunity to pour into an entire team. And that's his responsibility. And, and man, I've had opportunity. You mentioned Coach Kleiman. I had opportunity to learn from this man for the last three, four years, and it's been phenomenal, right, to watch him day after day lead this program, lead this team. And uh, when I do get an opportunity, right, I'm going to take all those lessons that I've learned for him, from him and and, and uh, pay, make them pay off for me. Man, it, it, it is so much fun watching you just continue to love your, your passion, the coaching. <clears throat> I, I want to paint a picture, uh, two examples. Uh, number one, I'm not going to give too much insight to how we mentally prepare our guys to co go and compete. But let's just say that, uh, you know, the day before the game, I get to come into your room and I get to spend time with your guys. And one of the things, it, every time I walk in and you start your meeting, you're not talking about football. Mm -hmm. you're, you're making sure that there's some lesson, there's something bigger than the game that typically comes down to how they think before you prepare. And I'm talking about like we're 24 hours before kickoff and you're being that intentional about a lesson that they can learn or substance for that day. Man, why do you do that? Well, man, first of all, Ben, you know, the things that you give us as coaches, you give you give our players great inspiration. You give our players great mindset, things that they need to have their minds on. But you help us as coaches. And honestly, a lot of times when you roll in there, these are things that that you've given me. You know, you you've given me the direction that that our team needs to flow in. Right. And so. So sometimes those are the things that I'm giving, but, but I, man, this game is a simple game, right? This is a simple game, but it also is, is played by a whole lot of different people, right? Coming from a whole lot of different directions. And so what you have to do as a coach and as a leader of a group, right? You have to make sure that they're all on the same, they're on the same way. We've got all, everybody's on the same channel. You know what I mean? And, and not necessarily the same channel 
of cover three or the same channel of 27 power, but that we're all on the same mindset. We're all thinking about being uncommon. We're all thinking about understanding it's one play at a time. It's six seconds of play. It's you understanding as a player that I have great confidence in you and that you ought to have great confidence in your teammate and that we all ought to have great confidence in the work that we've put in. And so, I, I, listen, again, as coaches, we can get into the scheme and the scheme is, is vital, right? But guess what? Everybody has scheme. You know what I mean? Everybody has scheme. But when when you have your players where they are locked in and they'll run through a brick wall. And sometimes, man, sometimes that is the winning edge. You know what I mean? <clears throat> so that, that what you just said is the perfect segue for this, this next uh, story that I, I want to paint because to get your players to want to run through a brick wall, I think a lot of times coaches miss understanding this with their players in your room you go after this first I admire that about you because we've been around plenty of coaches in our careers we've both been doing this a long time you get around people they say do this do that do this do and yes that can work for a very select few but when you go after somebody's heart and how they think it's completely different and I love watching you on the field today we're out at practice and Echo Boydo, man, I, I love Echo. We call him Pac. I love Echo. He's just a special kid. He's got this big smile. And just like you always do, we're in flex, we're stretching, we're warming up, getting ready for the day. And you're joking with Pac about how I, I told Pac, I said, speed kills. And you're like, man, what are you talking about speed? Man, I could be, I, I've been, Pac, I've been telling you we need to race. When are we going to race? And for a second there, I'm like, Van, can you still go like that? And I, and I look at you and I say, Van, like, how fast can you run? And you're like, oh, it's not that fast. And I said, well, why are you saying you can beat this man? You say, I'm still undefeated against him. Because <laughs> I've been trying to get my people to set up the race, and I can't get his people to respond to me. So as far as I'm concerned, that man's never beat me. <laughs> and pa Pac is looking up. I'm looking up. But like that you coach in such a real way. You're like, it, you're going to get Van Malone. And that is what I think makes you special. That's what I love about you is that these guys get you. They're not getting this facade of, well, I need to act tough because I'm a coach. No, they get Van Malone. And uh, I just think that, make, that, that makes you special. Have you always coached that way? Well, man, man, that, 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 is what it, that is what it's supposed to be, right? If I want them to give them, to give me them, then I got to give them me, right? That's the agreement. And and I, honestly, like that was a fun moment, right? But <laughs> I've had some difficult moments with Pac, right? And I, I've had moments with Pac when I had to tell him, I had to be a part of the conversation to tell him that he had to go to scout team, right? And so if, when you have that moment with Pac, the moments that you saw today, they're easy. You know what I mean? Because you're willing to stand up and have the difficult moments with him, right? And we've had, like I said, we've, we've had some, some ups and downs, but he knows my players, they know that they can trust that they're going to get it. They're going to get it. How we always say, get it how you live. They're going to get it how it's supposed to be given to them. They're going to get it with truth they're going to give it with get it with honesty they, but they're going to get it with love 
right? right. They, they know, they know that I love them, right? And so when your players know that, man, like you alluded to, there's some coaches that don't get that, right? And guess what, man, that's, that's their deal, right? But I just happen to believe that you have to, that people say it all the time, they have to know that you care. They don't really care what you know, right? They, they do to a certain extent, but when the going gets tough, right? They gotta know, cause it always gets tough for them. Man, we got guys going through all kinds of different things at home, right? With school, uh, all kinds of things in, in today's world. And, and when they know that you care, right? When they know that that door is always open, when they know that you're gonna give them the, the fair evaluation, right? I tell them all the time, I don't like any of you. I love all of you. So <laughs> you're going to get it, right? You're going to get it the yeah. way it's supposed to be given, but you're going to get it in love. They can respect that, right? And I, I Again, I appreciate Pac, and I appreciate the relationships that I have with the players that I coach now, but the ones, you know, that I've coached in the past. Uh, and that, I mean, that's, I've been so blessed to be able to, to be in this position. Cause there's some men who have lived and died and never had an opportunity to pour into people. And that's to, to pour into people, to give to someone else, right? They've been rich, they've had untold amounts of money, but they've never been able to give something to somebody else. And that's what we get to do, man, every single day. Well, Van, I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you. I appreciate your friendship. I appreciate how you show up and you pour into your family, how you pour into these young men and how you pour into what you do every single day. And I just, I appreciate you. I love you. And it's a, it's an honor to be able to call you friend and to be able to go out on that field and to pour into others the way that we get to do together. So thank you. Thank you, Ben. But I got, I got one, one more request, man. And I, I wouldn't say this, you know, but I got to, you know, we got to be real. We got to get it how we live. How do I get one of those uncommon t-shirts? <laughs> hey, I will bring I will bring you one next week. I got you. I All got right. you. Good, good. It's good to know people in high places. <laughs> thanks a lot, Ben. I appreciate you, man. Van, thanks so much. I love you. Thanks for coming on the show. And to everybody, this is why we talk about the burn every single week. This is why we bring you these episodes so you can hear stories of passion that lies in individuals that when they choose to ignite their why and their purpose with it, they become disciplined. That's 30 years of discipline. And I know Coach Kleiman's going to miss you when it happens, but I know you will have that team and you will lead that whole program and the best is yet to come. I look forward to some amazing memories together with you here at K-State and other places we may go together. But uh, Van, I, I, I love being with you here and I look forward to another great season together. One day at a time, Six seconds of play. Okay. Appreciate you, man. Love you. Love you, too. This episode of The Burn Podcast is powered by BenNewmanCoaching.com, your number one source for increasing consistency in your life and building the mental toughness habits required to live the life of your dreams. 
from self-paced courses to live coaching with Ben and everything in between. Head over to bennewmancoaching.com and join the thousands of members working to unlock their peak performance every day.